0: Is your drive to be productive burning you out? Does the idea of relaxing create anxiety or guilt? And how can we tell if we've been hijacked by our fear? In this coaching call, I help a husband and father take a look at what drives his deep need to be productive. We explore how we use work to escape our emotions, as well as what's possible when we're not running away from ourselves. What you're about to hear is an actual coaching call. The person being coached volunteered and gave explicit permission to have our conversation recorded for this podcast. I'd love to hear what yeah, you know, what what you are bringing to the call today and what you're curious about or yeah, feel free to just kick it off. We'll figure it out.
1: Okay, cool. So, um I guess kind of kind of the point of reaching out is I don't know if this is normal or not, but <laughs> anyway, so it, obviously in my life, uh, I have a lot of things going, um, trying to be productive the best I can. Um, and it, I think we all try to you know, reach some level of, for me, I'll just say for me, uh, being efficient in, in life is important to not waste time um, is important to me. Um, and, and I try to remain as, you know, productive while try, ma- trying to maintain, you know, personal space from my relationship, myself, my kids, um, to try to grow. Like, I want to see things moving and growing in, in all aspects and areas of my life as, as best as I possibly can. Um, and so, which, which is something that I enjoy, right? This, this is what I like to do, um. It makes me happy I, I i love being i love seeing the result of hard work um but there's also a, a, a I guess a another side to that coin is there's a cost right there's a cost to to be like this and and at times i kind of find i guess burnout is probably a, a maybe the right word mm-hmm. and um that that burnout usually kind of results in me like hey you know i need to take some time just to like a saturday hey you know I, I get a few things done hey i just need to relax and usually it's like it's not because i choose to be you know relaxed. it's because i'm forced and i'm just saying like i sit on the couch you know just relax you know do something like that and it, i don't know that the concept of relaxing is it just has a lot of anxiety for me but I, I i feel it's necessary that's what i'm saying is i feel like the state of having a balance is necessary um, but I, there's a lot of, I guess, emotions, uh, or, or feelings that go along. I know there's anxiety, there's guilt. I feel useless, unproductive, um, lost potential and time. And I think even maybe there's a little bit of shame involved with it. Um, and so, um, I know it's necessary. And so let me, let me give you an example here. So, uh, we have a couple trips planned as a family throughout this year, um, one of them, we just went and we went to New York. Uh, we took our two kids, uh, me and my wife, and we went to New York and we're like, Hey man, it's gonna be a good, relaxing time. Go somewhere. It's fun. <clears throat> Hang out. And, um, and, uh, but dude, we, over the course of, uh, three days, we walked like 93,000 steps. Um, and dude, I got back from vacation. I was just like tamed and, um, And it's just like everything, everything in my life, I like to be full throttle. Um, I guess because I guess it makes me feel accomplished. But in reality, there's some aspects that I guess the continual push that is, has some, it's draining. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm not sure exactly how to reach this balance of, I need to be, I want to be productive and useful in my life to those people around me and also to myself. Um, but at the same time, I am not as productive when I'm at burnout, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So for me, the, the, I'm looking to explore number one, how do I remain productive and efficient and not lose time while still having ability to be like, recharged, you know, mm-hmm. um, what does that look like? And so that's, that's, kind of what I'm hoping to explore.
0: Okay. That's great. What do you get after you listen to yourself? If, if you could imagine what you, that you just listened to yourself, as you said, all of that, what do you take away?
1: Um, I, yeah. So if I, if I was to step back and listen to myself, I would say, Kind of being my own coach here I, I you know i would say that i'm trying to accomplish too much too fast um you know something like that that i guess maybe i tell myself to be patient you know things are going to work out eventually you know things like that um but i have a hard time accepting that to be honest because that's just i mean I'm patient with things that are outside of my control, because frankly, I have no choice, no control, and I have no other choice, mm-hmm. but things that are in my control, I want to see motion on those and movement, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I don't know, that's, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't, what does relaxing look like? Or, or what, is, what does that balance look like? And I don't, I don't. guess I don't understand that right
0: now. Yeah. You know, as you describe your behavior, the first question that comes up for me is, what are you so afraid of?
1: Interesting question. I'm afraid of,
0: um, as so in what would, what are you afraid would happen if you were mm-hmm. to relax? So
1: I don't, I, I I don't want to lose any time. Um, so a bulk, it's so like a bulk of my, my, so like, I guess talking about getting nuts and bolts. Um, like, uh, yeah. So I grew up in a, this super religious group, um, and actually had started a family that's by my wife anyway. And we left. And so there's, there's a large section of my life. Um, like first 25 years of my life that was devoted to something that ultimately didn't serve me. And I feel like there's just been a lot of waste in my life. Um, And I don't want to waste a second of my life. Mm. I don't want to waste anything because I've already, like for me, I feel like I feel like there's been choices that have, been made. I mean, honestly, I've made choices. I've made choices that have been unproductive and I don't want to go there again. You know, I I don't want to waste that. And dude, this is, this is dog eat dog world. No one's going to care about you. No one cares. It's up to you to build yourself and grow yourself. And I'm like, if it, if the work is on me, then I'm going to be as efficient and as productive as possible and not waste a minute of my time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I guess that's, and so, in terms of fear that you mentioned, I, because I like, do, I guess growing up, like I didn't have a fear of wasting time. Like I just, I just was what I was. Right. But then it's like, like I get in this world where I have responsibilities and I like, I'm able to explore who I am as a person. And like, I'm just like, there's so much I want to do. And there's so much I want to accomplish. And, and I just don't want to hide it. You know, I don't want to hide. And so I guess for me, the fear is I just don't want to hide. That's really it. Hmm.
0: You know, when you talked about wasting time, I could, the, the sense that I got, was that we could do the right things for the less than healthy reasons. So I can work out six hours a day. That's like, wow, that guy's amazing. He's working out all the time. But in my mind, the driver might be, don't be fat. Mm. Whatever I do, just mm. don't be fat. Don't be lazy. Uh, it can seem noble. To be efficient and to be creative in my life. I love that you mm-hmm. have a sense that it has this emotional cost, right? There's this burnout. Mm-hmm. And so the question is I, well, Would you, the thing that I'm getting is that there's more of this driver, like the why underneath so many of the actions. I'm not saying it's black and white here, but the, the why is mm-hmm. don't lose just that's just like get up and that's the purpose don't lose don't wait don't lose time don't lose control Mm -hmm. don't give anything else up and so there's this even as i'm saying this to you i'm i'm gripping i'm you know got my white knuckled Mm -hmm. fist here it's just this really tight experience don't lose Mm -hmm. does that resonate at all how would you describe it
1: yeah um so it is in a sense don't lose. And I guess I, maybe I need to be a little bit more specific here cause I'm kind of talking in generalities. Mm-hmm. So let me, um, let me give you an example. So what, what does it look like to be productive for my life? Um, so right now, um, I work as a, as a quality engineer in a manufacturing facility. Um, and there used to be four other coworkers of me, and I wanted to advance. I've been in my current type position and kind of growing up in this field for you know the last ten years. And um, anyway, I've been looking for advancement and things like that. And I presented a plan to <laughs> my boss's boss, and uh, you know, kind of a vision for the next steps and direction. And and ex- they, she accepted it. And anyway, eventually ended up in my coworkers kind of leaving and then they promoted me. <laughs> and so right now I'm doing the work of like, you know, four people. Um, and they gave me a title bump, which is great, but you know, um, and then in my, so I, I'm also trying to change careers into more of a software space. So I'm doing, uh, I'm going to school full-time on the side with a bachelor's, um, a bachelor's degree. Um, my wife works uh, probably I'd say seventy, eighty hours a week in her job, and we have several vacations throughout the year that we go on that are fairly large. We got Puerto Rico coming up. we have Costa Rica coming up in January. We just purchased a rental property down in Charleston. so I've been working with a management agency um, to get that up and going and had to replace you know appliances and you know all the stuff. so and that speed is what i like like i like that type of speed um but it's there's just a lot to juggle and a lot to manage and so it's not like it's uh, in terms of being productive it's like oh man i need to listen to this podcast at two and a half times speed you know it's not really like that it's it's i i really am trying to prepare for the future and trying to shift careers to be more remote for to have more flexibility in my personal life and um you know trying to look you know, long-term, what does that, what does that look like? Um, and so I guess that, that's kind of like the, the busyness that, and what the life, what my life looks like. Right. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. Yeah. And, but I mean, I'm sure people do more. I'm not saying that mine is this big deal. It's, it's just my life, but it's, it's a lot for me. Mm -hmm. Um, me, So, go ahead.
0: No, go ahead. I didn't know you were going. Go ahead. Yeah.
1: Um, and so it, it's just, I, I. for example, my wife and I, um, we've moved uh, twice. We we both grew up in Utah. We moved to Colorado for a few years, and then we just moved out here. And, um, and every few years, we just kind of, we want to do something big and large in our life. And, and it's always revolves around like, life-changing events and so i mean we we basically said hey listen the next few years we're just going to be stable <laughs> for our kids so they have a place to grow up and call home you know but you know if the kids are out of house it's probably in the next 10 years it's you know i just i just have this feeling it's going to be hey we're moving to europe for you know these crazy things and it's just i just look at the people like i work with it's just i just feel very different than i i don't know if it's broken or or what but i say the stuff i'm doing and people are just like you know Why are you doing that? How do you manage all this stuff? And I'm just like, this is normal. This is normal life. Mm. Um, There's a little bit of background there.
0: Yeah, thank you. It helps me to get a sense of the fullness of your life. And I guess I'm curious. I've heard you describe that you enjoy being productive and effective and you enjoy moving at a certain speed. I'm curious what experiences you want. So when you think about doing more or you think about being able to do more or to be able to go bigger, are you in touch with the experience that that, you hope that that will provide you? Because right now what I'm getting is that doing more, keeping all the plates that you have in the air right now is actually quite stressful for you if not like you said it's got this it's got this cost there's a burnout
1: mm-hmm.
0: my guess is that you didn't design it to be to burn you out it wasn't like <laughs> okay great this I'm going to do this so that I can feel right on the edge of burnout most of the time and it's going to be really hard for me to slow down that wasn't the that wasn't the intention so what is the intention when you think about having all of these things in your life how are you hoping it's going to what it's going to feel like.
1: Hmm. Well, so I, I know that I can handle a lot all at once and I don't, I don't, feel useful if i'm not on the edge of collapse i don't i don't know that's just that's just what's coming to me here
0: okay so if i want i want to slow this down Mm -hmm. if i do more and i'm go at this pace then i will feel useful is that it how would you describe it i want to make this really simple
1: Yeah. That's, that's yeah. To be, to be honest, like, I feel like I'm just not like, I'm not useful. Like I'm not winning. I'm not, I'm not contributing. Like, I I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm just, I'm not right. Like I'm not utilizing my potential, if that makes sense. Cause like, if I know I can do more and only I know when I can do more, you know, if I know I have more, mm-hmm. like, and I'm, I'm always looking for ways like, you know, I'm like, Oh, you know, what? I probably could fit the certification in for project management in, I literally have a 20 minute drive to work and back, you know, I can fit in all the training material mm-hmm. during my commute. And if I do that for six months, I'll be prepared to take an exam in six months. Okay, let's do it. Let's sign up for it. Right. You know, like, uh, I'm just trying to look for every ounce to utilize my life and potential because I don't. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is I, I just don't relaxing doesn't seem useful, <laughs> but right. I don't, I don't know the I don't know purpose. I don't know the productive purpose of being useful. There's nothing that comes out of that outside of waste. Yeah.
0: Well, if we were to slow down, you're doing great mm-hmm. here. If we were to slow down, what I'm getting is that kind of the foundation of where you, when you wake up and start your day, is some judgment of i'm not useful now correct me here i want to help i want to understand where you start your day because then it's from that place we're looking out there well then where can i be useful if i'm missing it here then where is it outside i need to do i need more is the answer and i want to help you i want to understand where you're starting from yeah.
1: So uh so like I guess first thing in the morning when I wake up um
0: well that's a I'm I'm providing an example that but it's it's more of mm-hmm. just the state of mind your your the foundation of where you are creating your life which is currently I'm not blank. Hmm. I
1: I'm not I don't I don't know if I have an answer for that, to be honest. Um, so like my, my state of mind is I try not to judge. I I try not to judge the, the feelings that I may have in a moment as like, I just, I just want, I try. So what I do is I, I try to hone in on something that I want or something that that I'm curious about and I just want to make it happen. And that's really it. You know, like I just, I see something and I see an opportunity and I want to execute, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, and that's, and, and it, I don't like, I'm just really curious to know and to understand. And I don't, I mean, maybe behind this it's a, if I'm not because to be honest, some of the days there are some days where like on a Saturday or Sunday, like Sunday when I don't have work going on or maybe it's raining outside. So I can't go biking or jogging or, you know, it's something like that. Like, dude, I, just, I get in this state. It's just like I go stir crazy because I'm not producing and I'm not being productive and I can't create and explore and understand. And Yeah.
0: That's great. Well, let's play with that. Yeah. Let's imagine that for whatever reason, this isn't, this is a magical exercise here, but you were going to have to sit on your ass and do nothing and be productive for two weeks. Describe what you imagine (laughs) that would be like.
1: Uh, Um, um, first of all, that'd be absolute hell. Absolute hell. Like there, there've been certain events in my life. Um, probably the closest close thing that someone else would recognize. So during COVID, right, people were stuck in their houses for, I don't know, some, you know, initially people like, I don't know what this is. I'm not going out. I'm going to go to the store, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And so people just stuck stuck in their house. Dude, when I was growing up, there was a two-year streak when I was, when I was in my religious group that um, it was righteous to be vegan, stay in your house and um, wait for Jesus to come. And there was two years of my life where I had to sit there in the house, looking outside this window, doing absolutely nothing. Mm. And, and the COVID was very similar. Where you have to sit there and do nothing with your life. And I'm just like, I'm not wasting any more of my time in my life. Mm. If it's not something I want to do, I will not waste time. Yeah. And, uh, but at the same time, like, dude, it's like, I have such a strong view and opinion of that. It's just, there's this massive cost and I don't know how to reconcile this, you know, guilt, anxiety. I just don't know what it is.
0: Yeah. Uh, You're, you're really, you're doing a great job here. You're zeroing in that on one level, I just like to do stuff. Okay. But underneath here is a real big fear, which is, I'm going to experience hell if I don't get up and do something. Hell was what you described it as.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And not like a like it's just like uh it it's like I just go stir crazy and I start having thoughts that I just don't they're just not real. You know, it's like I feel like my mind plays tricks on me. You know, like you know, it's like I start thinking like you know, like, uh, man, you've wasted this whole day. Like, literally, last four hours. Right. Um, you know, you're just <laughs> doing nothing. Like, w- like when I get to the end of the day, I'm like, well, what did I accomplish? What did I do? And it's just, I don't have anything, and it, it frustrates me. Mm. Um, and it's and it's just like I start turning internally. Like, well, you can't be productive. Well, you aren't productive. You're wasting time. Why would you waste a day? Right. And so it's like this. You, you turn the you just turn on yourself.
0: Yeah. I see this loop, right. Which is, I have to be productive because it's so painful to not be productive. But then in the process of chasing that productivity, as you say, I drive myself into the ground. Correct. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I guess the way, in the way that I, <laughs> I kind of see it, it's like, I, it's almost like a, a slave driver you know i I feel like it's just like this you know it's like you're a you know up top just kind of like there's like a part of me that's telling myself that hey you need to work faster you need to work harder and it's like when that person is not working hard and fast you know like the the boss is getting angrier i don't know that's just kind of what's coming to me but yeah and uh and that's a lot of it like when Mm -hmm. it's there's a lot of anger that comes up in me when it when I don't meet my own expectations of what I should be doing.
0: Right. Right. And do you think that these feelings are a product of not doing anything? That's choice one. Or these feelings are always there and the remedy to to escape them is to do something. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Uh,
1: yep. I think option two. Yeah, I think absolutely option two. It's... It's, it's definitely, um, I, it just goes away when I'm productive and the more productive I I am, the better I feel.
0: Great. And I want to be really clear. There's nothing wrong with being productive, but what we're identifying Mm -hmm. here is that you have a state of mind. There's going, there's something going on for you emotionally. There's things in your past that help us understand why this would be there. Mm -hmm. And you have found a way to medicate that and it could have been drugs it could have been sex it could have been all kinds of things but in this case it's being productive being productive gives you temporary relief until you wake up again and it's time to get going is that is that sound like we're describing it
1: yeah, no, I hundred I, percent I agree that the that the noise stops when I'm productive. Absolutely. Okay. All right.
0: You you said you have children.
1: Yeah, yeah, got uh, an eight and a ten year old.
0: Yeah. Okay, great. And when they, you know, come to you with um, a problem, and sometimes kids can be. Mm-hmm. kind of uh, grandiose about what the problem is mm-hmm. do you believe the grandiosity of their description it's not to say they don't have a problem but do you believe that the grandiosity like there's a monster under the bed do you really believe oh shit we have a monster under the bed i better go get the shotgun or what, what do you <laughs> <laughs> um you know this, this happened a few weeks
1: ago My boy can, he's like, he sent me a message on his His watch is like, Dad, you gotta come in, you gotta come in here right now. There's something under my bed. I'm like, serious? He's like, Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, Okay, so come in there and so I'm like, dude, there's nothing under your bed. So I go in there. I look in the bed, I'm like, Hey, look down here, there's nothing. I grab everything out under the bed, you know, I'm like, Hey, there's nothing there. Mm -hmm. He's like, Are you sure you're sure? I'm like, Yeah. It's like you can look down there, there's nothing and you know, that kind of ended after that. But Okay. So yeah, I guess I I go in there and I try to solve the problem, I guess.
0: Yeah, well, the the point being is that you didn't go along with the initial there's a monster under the bed. You didn't get hijacked by that. There's sure. a problem. Let me see if I can help out. Let me see if I can help my son. He's, he's scared. Let me Let me help mm-hmm. him out. I can be sympathetic to him. I can be compassionate. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that I have to get lost on the ride with him. And I bring this up because this is happening within your mind. These emotions are getting activated. They've created this something, some scenario that's really uncomfortable for you. And you are hijacked by it. And there's a process called internal family systems. And the founder, Richard Schwartz, was on uh, my podcast a while back. And he describes this world where we have these parts, these protectors that are rooted in areas where we've had pain or we've had trauma or we've had just stuff that we never want to have happen again, like sitting on our ass for two years mm-hmm. and watching the world go by. We, we create a protector that says, I'm never going to feel that again. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, we have what are called firefighters which do not care about our well-being, our energy, like long-term, it's just about solving the problem right now, today. I don't care if I burn myself out. I don't care if I waste my money. I don't care if I blow up my family, if I get drunk and I told everybody I'm not gonna get drunk anymore. That's a Mm -hmm. firefighter. As you describe some of what's happening here, I'm seeing a parallel here that this, I never wanna feel that terrible feeling again We've got a manager that comes in and says, I know we will be productive. And then we've got a firefighter that even when that, that feeling is so intense, it's like, just keep going. It doesn't matter if we burn ourselves out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, actually, yeah. When you say that, I can, I can totally see how it's true.
0: Okay. Yeah. That'd be something to play with that'd be something to play with. But what it requires first and foremost is I like to use the image of a boardroom and we've got people sitting around the table and they're all, they all want to be chairman. And if we don't have a strong chairman of the board, one who will listen to all of them in the same way that as the adult and as the father, you listen to your son, uh, if we don't have somebody that'll listen or be the leader, then we are constantly at the, at the mercy of whoever is jumping up and and taking control of the boardroom.
1: Yeah, I can see that.
0: What it requires is to slow down if possible and say, is it really true? Feeling this way would be that bad right now. If I need to relax, or just being willing to challenge, just a willingness to uh, to interrupt whatever that pattern is that that drives you and burns you out. But right now, it's yeah. just allowed to. Like right now, it just runs. It comes in and says, "Go," and you go. Mm-hmm. Does that? I want to make sure I'm I'm getting it. I'm not missing anything. So correct me where I'm missing it.
1: Yeah, I think because I now that you're saying, it, I think subconsciously, I I get or conscious. I don't know what. It's just I just I absolutely do have a like. I just right now, I guess you you kind of said the boardroom example, and I guess for me, it's just kind of like with anybody or any situation, like. I'm willing to listen. Honestly, I'm willing to create space. Um, like for example, there's a board member kind of, we're speaking metaphorically here. There's a board member that, um, wants something or, you know, has an idea. I, I'm all ears to be honest. Like I, I'm open for new possibilities. I love change. I love improvement, man. I, I love new things, you know, that's just where I'm at. And, uh, um and and i guess maybe i'm only accepting suggestions that you know produce like something tangible and i don't i I don't know i'm trying to just kind of think through here but
0: is it that back to being useful yeah right Mm -hmm. right I'm curious, are are you willing to play with this just a little bit? Yeah, sure. Okay. Are you aware of that part of you that is really committed to being useful? That is like, today's, how am I going to be useful today? How am I going to be, you know, get a win? How am I going to be, create some kind of contribution? Are you aware of that part of you and right now, right now?
1: yeah yeah absolutely
0: Mm -hmm. okay and do you have a sense of where it might be in your body like does it have a sensation in your body attention
1: it's i guess if i was to say it resonates like a, a portion like when i think about that type it is all like front of my head Okay. you know like it's all it's straight logic it's um strategy it's that's where I'm at, dude. I I work in manufacturing and the way I run my life and the way that manufacturing and corporate world runs, dude, it just, it just chimes together. Mm -hmm.
0: Sure. (laughs) Get, be productive, be useful. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. How do you feel towards this part of you that is so committed to being useful and so committed to contributing? and and doing something tangible with your day? How do you feel towards it right now? Um,
1: Dude, it's my... In some ways, I I mean, I hate to say it, but in a lot of ways, it's... uh, What else is there? (laughs) Okay. I I hate to say it, but... Yeah. I mean, at the end of... Dude, at the end of the day... Um, having thoughts and feelings doesn't put food on the table. Having thoughts and feelings doesn't put a roof over my head or my kids in school or gas mm-hmm. in my car. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. freaking, like I said, it's doggy dog out there. And if you don't put out, no one yeah. cares.
0: Right. So it sounds like for, for this part of you, there's really a, a lot at stake. There's a lot of danger. Get after it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, to me it, it, in some ways there is a survivability aspect to it. Um, you know, and so it's just like, if you're relaxing, are you surviving? You know, it, it, survivability yeah. and relaxing. Are they in the same category? And to me, I,
0: I probably not. There we go. Right. Like I can't take a break. This saber tooth tiger is going to come get me like <laughs> that. It's that has that primitive. It would, would, is it similar to that? Like there's, I'm on the run. I can't take a break.
1: I think so. I mean, I, I, mean, I hate to say it. It sounds, it sounds naive to be, to be honest, you know, it's, it sounds naive, but
0: how about for, for the sake of like that, that would be, if we were to consider for this part of you though, that is its perspective. It's not all of you, but to that part of you, that is reality. It is that Absolutely. dire.
1: No, it, yeah, no, it is. Seriously, it is that way. And, and that's the way I think about, for example, um, you know, buying a you know, house or a rental house. Because for me, it's like, hey, listen, I, I don't know what's going to happen in my future. There's a lot that's unknown. And um, I'm going to secure additional ways of income. Um, mm-hmm. My job, I have no idea what the future holds. Um, I'm going to pursue an alternate career with, you know, like I'm, I'm setting in place certain, you know, backup plans or securities. Um, because I like, dude, there's no one, no one's got your back. Right. Um, and, uh, it's up to you. It's on you, dude. That's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: And is that, no one's got your back. I, I, as you said that, I imagine there was probably a time in your life when you talk about this religious upbringing that you were, you were supported. There was, but there was a belief that you would be held and cared for Um, is, is that part of, I don't know what that was like for you.
1: Oh, that's that's a good question. Um, so I, I think with any, I think religious group in general, um, concepts of being unified or, um, you know, the same mind or, you know, things like that, I I think are fairly common. Um, this, in this particular group, it was sewing it, it was very society driven. Um, but also there's a lot of politics and junk like that. But
0: I guess my question is more, were you like, Hey, if we just believe we'll be taken care of.
1: Um, yeah. So, and that, that was part of the, okay. there, there is that aspect of it, but, and maybe that's something to be to be honest. Um, i'm not i feel i'm not very religious anymore mm. um and and it's just dude no one's got your back no one's got your back uh, and uh you have to take yourself
0: yeah was there a time where you felt like your back was somebody yeah, should sure. have your back when was that
1: yeah sure um I, honestly i think i think all growing up like honestly i still have a relationship with my family and things like that and like let's say i don't know um uh, i go bankrupt Um, if I called up my dad and be like, Hey dad, can you spot me 5,000 bucks or whatever? Um, he'd probably say, cool, no problem. So, I mean, there are, it's not like it's, there's nothing. It's just, I don't want to, like, I want to be me and only me. And I don't, I want to have other people's back. I don't, (laughs) you know, like, I'm not, I'm just not that person.
0: Okay. So we're are not, not really at risk. There's not this really survival, but it is more of, hey, I—I I, this is where I want to live. This is how I want to live. I knew if it really came down to it, I could—I would be supported, but that's not really. I don't really want it to have that option.
1: Yeah, correct. Yeah, uh, and I—I don't—I don't want to do it. And, and there's probably some shame, you know, with that way, you know, like i'm i mean i'm the only person that's not living in utah out of my family and my wife's family you know like we're we're on our own like mm-hmm. we're out here mm-hmm. and uh, and um like it's just us you know uh like we're very different than either one of our families and and um you know i mean if you do, you're in the woods you got to chop wood to make fire in houses, you know, I I don't know what to say. That's, that's the way of it.
0: Yeah. Well, let's come back to that thinking if if you're open to it, which is what would happen if you didn't really drive yourself as hard as, as this part wants you to, what, what, what's it's, what would happen if you didn't Um, push yourself?
1: Um, I just, uh, I've never known anything. I mean, I don't, I just don't think it'd be good. (laughs) I don't, I don't, I don't know what would happen, but I just like, so much noise and i i I feel like i'm creating a a catch-22 here you know like i i feel like i'm saying i need this but i absolutely can't i need this but i can't or or i mean really what could i okay let's let's think about what we could do what are some actions we could take here i could number one um
0: well let's i want to press pause let's press pause okay let's come back to really looking at what would happen if you weren't meeting your expectations for how productive and useful you need to be according to this part of you. What, what's really at stake here? What's really, what dangers do we face? It's, it's, it's long.
1: It's just, I I guess it's just, it's nothing physical, right? It's not, there's no physical threat here. Mm -hmm. It's all internal. It's all mental. It's, uh, it just feels like pain to me. That's all I can say. It's painful. It turns on itself. It's, it's a lot of pain and that's, that's it. And I just, I don't really want to care for it. That's it. I just don't want to care for it because it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't, it doesn't help anything. Mm -hmm. You know, like it doesn't, it doesn't help that I feel hurt or it doesn't help that, that, you know, like I'm upset or it doesn't, it doesn't help that there's nothing good that comes that, okay, it exists. I acknowledge it, you know, Mm -hmm. um, great. It's there. I can see it all right, let's just go around it. I don't know what to do with it.
0: Yeah. Okay. You're doing great. This is really helpful because if we think about how much of your energy and your time is spent on avoiding this danger, and then when we take a look at what the danger is, we're realizing that there's not really a lot at stake for you physically, Right. There's a, there's a, there's some nets mm-hmm. here and there, but really what you're saying is that there's just a lot of fucking pain and let's just keep going. Let's just keep going around it. This doesn't do us any good to, to do much more than that. Is that what you're saying? Yeah,
1: that's, that's really it. That's really okay. it. Cause it's just, I don't, what are you, you can't, you can't, you can't change the past. You can't change. You can't change the experiences you've had in life. Right. They happen, they're cards you're dealt, you're dealt with, you have dealt in life or choices that you've made in life and you just have to live with them. And so that's what it's there. It's just like, I feel like there's this awkward thing in my life and I just have to try to build some semblance of life around it. And, and I don't know what to do. I kind of move over the side sometimes, or sometimes it's right in front of me and I move out of the way. You know, I just don't want to do with it. Mm. Okay. it just somehow it has to assimilate with who I am. Right. I can't, I can't, it's like, if you had a loved one that died, what do you do? You know, like you, it just is what it is. Hmm. Right. Mm
0: -hmm. How are you feeling right now? What are you noticing? What what you actually feel right now?
1: Yeah, I, I guess number one, um, I think it's, the conclusions that that we've come to here is that the productivity is a reaction to avoiding pain. And I guess identifying the pain as it's weirdly, weirdly, I don't know, as a, as an object or a, a, a thing to be noticed is, is helpful.
0: Is it, is it helpful?
1: Um, it's helpful in the sense that, um, I guess it's just, it's, I guess up to this point, it's just kind of like, I've always known it's been there, I guess, but to realize that I can be separate of it is, is important. Okay.
0: You came into this call, one of the things you said was that you wanted to get, you wanted to explore new possibilities alternate perspectives and one of the things you just said was there's nothing that can really be done about this pain mm-hmm. what if that wasn't true yeah
1: no i i think you're right I mean, you're, you're right and i i guess, I maybe I probably should clarify that, but it's it's not it's not going away, right? Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's how how do I react to it? What is my response to it? That that has to change, or that is able to change.
0: Okay. You know, I, I think that what you said when you when you were talking about how there's really nothing to do, like that that helpless feeling. I think that was true for you from that, that perspective. I can relate to that. Like on my own, I'm alone here. Nobody's going to do this for me. I, there's a, there's a sense here that I can't be helped. I have to just, this is it. I just have to keep running. And so the alternate perspective here might be, well, what might it look like to be helped? Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. I don't, I guess I don't, I don't know what it would, I don't, I don't know what that looks like tangibly or, you know, to be helped or, um, but in terms of myself and what I can do, um, I don't. I guess just allowing it to exist and acknowledging that I don't, I am not that pain, but it can still exist, and I can feel it, and I can know it's there. But I am maybe not defined, or that there can be some distance there, or I can move it and do whatever I want with it. I don't.
0: Well, let's talk about that. So, mm-hmm. you know, this is where the. <laughs> We want to dissociate. Oh, that pain, that's over there, and I'm going to put it in a box, and then we're going to put duct tape around it and put it in another box, and then we just won't talk about it anymore. But that's its still this avoidant perspective. I'll just get better at avoiding this pain. So productivity has been my method of trying to avoid this pain. And what if it's not about trying to avoid it anymore?
1: yeah I, I don't I don't to be honest, I just don't know what that looks like. okay I don't, I don't I don't know what that looks like. I'm definitely open for you know suggestions or okay. you know thoughts or examples or ideas or mm-hmm. I, I just i don't I don't know what that looks like uh, because what that means to me is there needs to be some sort of harmony to be some sort of harmony with the pains, which to me means compliance with the pain. And the, the life, like, I just don't know, I don't know what that means. You know, it's like my, I just don't know what that means.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Well, that makes total sense, right? How would you, how would you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love that you're even just remotely curious. I I just, I want to highlight that. I think that's really important that you're even remotely curious because I know how, committed you are to avoiding this pain and how hard you work physically day in day out mentally emotionally working strategizing finding all the ways to manage this and get away from it you're very committed to avoiding it so the fact that you would even consider that there might be another possibility of course it's very challenging but i think it's i think it's great that you're even just willing to consider that And I want to be really clear that there's nothing about this conversation that says you have to do anything. But I I love that you're just willing to open the door a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I Yeah, I don't know. Like I'm really trying to me what what let's just go a bit deeper. So what what is what is the pain? You know, it's it's uh it's it's shame. It's guilt. It's, um, uh, it's, uh, you know, just, just hurt, you know, that's, that's just what it is. It's just like, it's a uh, deceit. It's, uh, it, someone took my freedom. Someone took my passion, someone, you know, that's what it is. Like, I just feel robbed, you know, in some ways that's what it is. It's mm-hmm. like, you just been robbed. And it's just like, what do you do with that? Someone mm-hmm. comes to your house and they, they open your safe and they take your things. And they run away. What do you do with that? Mm-hmm. Well, it just happened. That's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Better luck next time. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, what do you, what do you do with that?
0: And, and from where you sit right now, it doesn't occur to you. Uh, and why would it? right? That there's anything you can do with that. So just move on. That's what I'm hearing. Let's just keep moving on.
1: Right. I don't, I can't go back in time. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. what do you do? And it's, and so for me, it's like, it's funny, this is my job actually is I, so I work in manufacturing quality and it is my job. So quality is, uh, the trash can of manufacturing. All the defects, non-conformances, they fall in my lap. And it is my job to come up with a corrective and preventative action to prevent this ever from occurring again. Right. Wow. And so and uh I actually am and so for myself, when things happen in my life, I want to make sure that never happens again. Yeah. Right? I right. I I make sure that will never happen again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um as you know, it's fairly effective at my
0: job. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> what a beautiful parallel that that is your profession is to make sure this doesn't happen again. And then also, you, whether you realize it or mm-hmm. not, the purpose of your life is to make sure you never feel robbed again. Yeah. If we were to look at your choices, the purpose behind a majority of your choices the purpose is to make sure this never happens again. You never have to feel this way again.
1: Yeah. And, and, but there's also other aspects to it too. There's a lot of, there's a lot of things in my life that I want and, and I want to create and become. And Mm -hmm. and like I said, a lot of it's changing over to a, a new career and going to school. And it seems really dumb to get a second bachelor's degree, but, I enjoy it and I like it. And, right. um, and so I think a lot of it is just trying to, again, I don't know if it's just trying to create something new to mask it, but, um, it's not, it's not, my life isn't entirely based around trying to hide, trying to mask those feelings. Cause I'll, there is a lot of it that is based in creativity and like trying to develop your life around your passions, if that makes sense.
0: Okay, good. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Well, let's come back to, because right now there's a belief, there's an idea that Mm -hmm. really has a lot of power, which is there's nothing that can be done with this pain. So the only option I have is to make sure it doesn't happen again and then do what I can to um, avoid feeling it, to manage it. And, but the linchpin here is there's nothing I can do. I don't know what it looks like. Something like that. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, correct. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. What if that wasn't true? Okay.
1: So let's just, let's just kind of, I'm just gonna explore here. So let's let's assume let's assume that uh, the pain was gone or maybe it was present and not a driving factor, right? Um, so if if that was the case, what would change? Um I guess what I would feel was I, I would feel less pressure. I would feel Productive, like productivity is important, but maybe there's other things in life that may take a higher priority, um, maybe relationships or, you know, some of those things that are on my maybe second, (laughs) second Mm -hmm. priority list now, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and for example, I guess the part that we're trying to solve here is if i had to do nothing for two weeks and that was gone what would happen if 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 that was gone what is left the only thing left is curiosity and creativity for me and i guess i would figure things out which would be okay
0: So if we come back to if you could be helped, if this if this could be healed, that's the word I want to introduce now. If this could be healed, this pain, this injury, the injury that came from being robbed. You're starting to imagine what life could be like, what you would keep or how it might feel a little differently, what might get prioritized or reprioritized. But well, we're coming back to this idea that what if it was possible to heal this pain? And I wonder if there's anything that's like, no, I need to hold on to it. Mm-hmm. Do you sense any of that?
1: Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, few of unknown, right? Um, also, it's a power, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot in our culture that is built around results, um, specifically in my current role. The only thing that matters is results, (laughs) Hmm. right. Um, as I think as most managers, um, results are paramount and retention is second. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, I have hesitancies to let go of that because um results are the driving force in
0: life (laughs) Hmm. okay all right so if we were to take away if you were to heal this pain you wouldn't be as uh productive you wouldn't this is the fear right this is the idea that and then you wouldn't be producing the results and then that would have a negative impact on your life is that right
1: which would affect, surpi- yeah, affect cyber survivability, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's the that's where the pain <laughs> validates itself. Was like, you need me, you need me, yeah. I'm the thing that keeps right. you alive. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's good. It's really good at that one. Yeah. Well, it's, well, that's the thing,
1: though. Is, is um, I've actually I've talked to you know a few other people and stuff that have had similar experiences where they would be a part of some sort of group, whether religious or not. um, And kind of explored their general outlook on life. Um, And it's actually very similar. There's a lot of people that feel like they are, the only thing they have in life is to be productive and push themselves to the point of almost failure and that's where they're fine mm-hmm. and um so it's it's uh I, I totally i don't totally understand it and and it's just it honestly it gets confusing it gets very confusing because it's like culture and society also rewards those who produce the most results and so it's very it's a very helpful negative
0: well, let's tease something apart here, which is without the pain without this dynamic that you have with your pain, you would not produce results like it's 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 binary when it's presented this way yeah,
1: p- perhaps uh, perhaps that's limiting beliefs on my part right?
0: um well, it's good to lay it out there, right? Like we can start to see mm-hmm. like, oh right it's, it's the only reason why I'm productive <laughs> is because I'm in pain. Right. That's it. That's it. Otherwise I'd just be on the couch all day.
1: That's probably not. uh...
0: The reason why I asked you that question, it's good to bring it up is because we have a, it's, it really helps us see why we can get in this frame and it's really hard to get out of it. We can say we're in pain, but there's also a reason why we continue to choose it. And there's probably more here to explore around that. But I it, it, I want you to see I, what we're doing here is just kind of helping you get some distance from it. Not to dissociate, but just so you can see this dynamic instead of be in it. Right. I was in this dynamic for many years. I couldn't imagine any other life. Without that pain, I couldn't imagine how anybody could help me. The grief that I felt from losing my mother to suicide, this shame Mm -hmm. of her being a quitter, of her abandoning, it was just too fucking much. I didn't want to see it. I didn't want to feel it. And it was a cancer. It weakened me at every fucking corner of my life. It killed my my ability to be intimate with people. And frankly, it kept me stupid. My life was a box. I thought I was being creative. I was just really good at outrunning it. I thought I was, and I understood it. I'd been, I'd had therapy. For a year and a half and it was like getting a master's degree and oh okay i understand it now but i didn't feel it i didn't experience it <laughs> i can relate a lot to what you're talking about and it saddens me to think that just how many it's one of the reasons why I got into this work is that there's so many of us that are out there struggling with this shit, some version of it. And it's not about Mm -hmm. comparisons. Well, that guy's is worse than mine. Or so I shouldn't really do this or what, you know, it's just bullshit. We're all, we've got a version of this, Mm -hmm. but I too was in the same place. of like, well, this is, I'm going to lose my edge. I, I started a company at 22 years old. And it's, you know, it's the thing that makes me this and that. And I was attached to that shit. And the reality was is that I'm far more powerful now. It's not even comparable. I wanna share this with you because I'm one of many, 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 many people that can has healed and can continue to heal. And if anything, I want to disrupt this idea or this, this belief that you have, that it's, it's just not possible. Well, you got me and I can show you many more men that have literally put guns in their mouths and just didn't pull the trigger. I know them, they've healed. It is possible. If you see it as a choice. Yeah. And you're so not alone. You're not alone yeah. in this. Yeah, I appreciate you. I appreciate you sharing
1: that. I, uh, I think... I think it's just really, uh, frankly avoidance, you know, the state, the state where I'm at. And, um, I think to me, that's one of the most powerful things of coaching is just awareness. And, um, I think that's, that's really what's come to light throughout our conversation is just the awareness of the play between different aspects related to the paint. Um, and what what effect and control and honestly benefits um but also you know the, the negatives that it has on my life and so it's it's again go back to that stage of being creative to explore what it's like to
0: to heal from that So this has been a, our conversation so far. We've, we've covered a lot of ground, covered a lot of territory, gotten a better understanding of what's going on for you and, you know, really what coaching mm-hmm. is. We've, we've almost, it's been almost more of a therapy kind of conversation today than a coaching mm-hmm. conversation. But if we were to bring more of a coaching element into it, mm-hmm. then it would, we would, I would ask you the question, what do you want to do? as a result of our conversation today? What what action would you take that would honor you, not just this part of you that's afraid? What comes to mind? You know, the
1: only thing that's coming to mind here is, is approaching it... From a different aspect of avoidance, into to different, you know, my approach is instead of avoidance, to um, a perspective of understanding, um, understanding what it would take, like you know, what it would take to what does it look like, you know, to be to be in a place where this isn't. You know a contributing factor to my productivity what would it be like to not have that to explore those possibilities or uh, maybe when i feel that that pain is there a different perspective i can take on it so for me it's the action is really about trying to be aware when it's occurring and can i look at it differently is there it's just trying to be curious about it. I I don't know what else to do at this point Uh, in terms of it's trying to approach it differently. Okay.
0: So it's a little vague, but I hear that part of like, well, this isn't working as well as I'd like it to. So maybe if I approached it differently uh, and have more awareness around it, around this, instead of just letting it, kind of run that that might be helpful is that what you're saying
1: yeah and it it is vague because i don't i'm trying to think i mean i know there's going to be time you know coming up on this upcoming trip to puerto rico there's going to be space where you know i'm going to be able to have uh, it's not as busy as like new york trip. the trips only have some space to be unproductive You know, and that's being more aware in those events, you know, can I, can I just sit with that pain and be okay with it? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, are there, are there weekends where I can, you know, I, I don't know. It's just maybe trying to put myself more in those type of positions and trying to better understand it. Okay.
0: I have some suggestions. Are you open to them? And again, like we discussed, you can, you always have your choice how to respond
1: yeah absolutely
0: open yeah okay great so it sounds like this first layer for you where you're at right now in terms of your level of um you know Mm -hmm. where you're choosing things is let me see what i can do on my own that's what i'm hearing and so one thing is you could check out the resource i mentioned earlier like uh richard schwartz's book no bad parts if you want to listen to that interview Mm -hmm. check out that book That would give you a roadmap of what's possible with at least one modality. Okay. So I'll just close the loop on that. That's one. You can be a spectator in that. You can look at it from that perspective. Another suggestion. I love what you just brought up about actually, instead of being defensive against the experience, I'm going to defend myself from this and run away, distract myself. What happens if I were to actually turn into it and experience it? then you can always pull the ripcord if you want right but to actually feel it what does it feel like in my body what do these emotions feel like can i allow myself to feel the thing i'm working so hard to avoid if you go back and listen to this call when we got to that point it was like i don't know it's just bad well there's a big question mark there what is there there's your opportunity to grab a flashlight and look that's a big ask though it's hard to do on your own but you could and then the third thing is to start to consider how you could be helped through this process by someone else or others and i understand if you're not ready to go down that road but i want to plant that seed It might, because from this perspective of it's all on me and no one's going to come and save me, the, the world can feel really insular. It's really up to me to do everything. And I'm a card carrying member of that club. But allowing ourselves to be helped, allowing ourselves to not have to be the one that has all the answers, allowing ourselves to be held essentially while we do that work. There's so much opportunity there mm-hmm. so you have you are, you can choose uh if any of those would serve you uh, those are, that's where uh that's what I see possible for you,
1: yeah yeah no, I'm with you there um, just randomly's the down right here, so yeah, I like this I like this.
0: What are you taking away from today's call?
1: Good question. So, <clears throat> yeah, just kind of summarizing, essentially, is <clears throat> productivity um, is driven by an avoidance of underlying pain.
0: Do you mind if i interrupt real quick Let, let's say some mm-hmm. productivity. i don't want to i don't want to make it blanket because i think there's still room in here for your creativity and your your mm-hmm. that that um genuine desire to create and do stuff so let's let's just say some or some of this some. productivity yeah okay yeah
1: some productivity. um yep by pain um and <clears throat> that's and instead of avoiding it, I need to be curious about it and, um, consider some of the, uh, resources, um, and, um,
0: <clears throat> some of the tools that you recommended. Okay. There's a lot out so, there. There's a lot available. Uh, please don't hesitate to reach out to me if you're more curious about things, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah. I really appreciate you leaning in today. I think the the part of you that reached out to me to have this call is wanting this. It's not wanting to be more quote productive. It wants to feel better.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, I've, I've been coached lots of times around certain things and aspects. And so, um, again, I I look up to you and you, you and your podcast and dude, I'll tell you again, your your <laughs> talk to entrepreneurs uh the young entrepreneurs I, I freaking love that podcast um it's more about doing things um but dude i love it i love your stuff so i really appreciate the content you're putting out and um so yeah really appreciate what you're doing
0: you're not alone i want to remind you that it can feel that way you're not alone you can never hesitate to reach out to me i'm happy to connect you with resources, it just, you've got to be that guy to take that step good. and you're doing it, you're doing it. All right, man. Hey, I'm really grateful for you, man. You did really good work today.
1: Yeah, no, I, again, I appreciate your help and your questions, asking tough questions. So uh, I, I guess most of all, I appreciate you opening up this opportunity and following through with it. I really appreciate it, man. It's i uh, I've been wanting to talk to you for years and things just haven't worked out. So I, I, man, this is amazing. Thank you.
0: If these interviews are helping you, please leave a positive review on whatever podcast app you use so that others can discover the show more easily.